Welcome back to Aliyah Yomi. Today we're going to be learning Balak Hamishi, the fifth Aliyah in Parshas Balak. The topic of our Aliyah is Bilam's second blessing. It is 14 Pesukim long, running from Perik Chav Gimel, Yud Gimel to Chav Vav. Basic summary and then some points to ponder. The summary is, is that Balak now takes Bilam to the second place where he can see part of the people to curse them from there. He takes them to a place called State Tzofim, the field of Tzofim, of the lookouts, um, and then to Rosh HaPiska. It sounds like the top of some sort of peak. And they brought Korbanos the Mizbeach, and Bilam goes off alone. Hashem chances upon him and, tell, and gives him an idea to put in his mouth, and he, and he tells him to go back to Balak. At this point in time, Bilam returns to Balak, and Balak remarks sarcastically, So what did Hashem say? At which point Bilam responds and says very strongly, Stand up, Balak, and listen to what Hashem has to say in the metaphor. He says, First, Hashem is not human. And that's everything he says, he does, he keeps his word. He then describes how Hashem will not see sin or evil in Israel. He has a dear relationship, Truas Melech Boy, he has this friendship, this kinsmanship with Israel. And he notes that there are people without omens, without trickery, and he likens them to a lion that gets up and will not lie down until having eaten its spoils. At this point, Balak gets more upset and asks again, why can't he curse the people? And Bilam explains that he is at the whim of Hashem. A few basic points to ponder. First question is, again, the places. Why states of him and why Rosh Pisgah? Why does Balak choose these places? You should be noted that the Torah seems to emphasize that Balak is much more of a menachesh, a person who looks at signs and omens, than even Bilam. So he's the one who's choreographing where the places are. Why did he choose these two places? Rashi says states of him was a high point, so there'd be a, a lookout for approaching enemies, again, sort of playing on the vulnerability of Moab as if they're the victim. And Rosh HaPiskah was because in the future he saw this sort of place where they were, they, that Bnei Israel would sin with the daughters of Moab and Midian, so capitalizing on their future sin as well. Now, why this time does Hashem tell him to go back to Bilam? He's much more forceful this second time around. Rashi explains that he, he thought that perhaps even if he had to give a blessing, maybe he'd give the blessing in private, Balak would notice if it didn't work out and things would be safer. <laughs> so, says, 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 says Rashi, that's why Hagash Baruch Hu forces him back. No, 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 no. You're going to give a blessing and you're going to give it audibly for everybody to hear the blessing that you're giving. The Ramban notes that you'll see that there's a difference in the name of Hashem used in the first and the second blessing. The first time it was Vayikar Elohim, the name of Hashem as Elohim, as judge, was the one that uh, chanced upon or, or interacted with Bilam. The second time is Vayikar Hashem, the Shem Avaya, the name yud Hey, and then a Vav, and then a Hey, indicating that, that Bilam was trying to manipulate Hashem now, not through din, not through judgment, but through mercy. And that also was not going to work out, which is why there's been a shift in the way that Akash Baruch is interacting with Bilam. Just even the names of Hashem are telling the story over here. Now, why is he emphasizing that Hashem keeps his word? Why is that that Akash Baruch is not like a human being who can change his mind? So Rashi explains because Hashem promised to bring them to the land of Israel and it's a done deal. Whether you like it or not, whatever you want to try to get in the way, you want to hire people and attack, it's not going to help. Hashem's made the decision. Um, well, next question, what is this image of the lion, this lion getting up, not going to sleep at night? So Rashi says it's metaphoric. It's referring to the idea of the mitzvahs that the nation of Israel do. They get up in the morning, they do Kriya Shema, the men wear tefillin. They go, don't go to sleep until they don't Kriya Shema la mitzvah. So I mean, to say this nation is framed with ideals. This nation does, uh, does things which are merits because they listen to the word of Hashem. Ibn Ezra says, no, it's a premonition to the war against Midian, in which all five of their leaders are going to be killed. And there's not going to be any casualties on the Israelite side. So it's referring to something which is much more imminent to their actual existence as well. 
Finally, what is the point of this blessing? What's what's the gist of this second bracha over here? So it seems that he, what he's trying to say is that Israel's success in this world is not random nor haphazard. They're not the product of some sort of divine, you know, mazal, some sort of omen. You know, they didn't just come out of Egypt. They were taken out of Egypt by Hashem. They, weren't, they, they, they didn't just happen to wander through a desert. They were being taken by the Almighty. And Hashem gave His word, you're not going to be able to change that. That seems to be the general gist of this. Don't try to play games with Hashem's destiny. The Malbim says that there are three levels over here in which he tries to catch Israel on. The first is, you know, maybe they, they aren't under Hashem's control. Well, that's not true. Hashem took them out of Egypt. Well, maybe Hashem changes his mind. No, Hashem does not change his mind. Well, maybe that their sins will cause Hashem to reject them, reject them because now it's not Hashem changing their mind, but they're changing their behavior. No, Hashem doesn't look at the sins in Israel. So whichever angle Bilam is trying to find some degree of negativity, that is what the blessing is um, is is capturing and uh, and ultimately defending Israel. This is the end of the second blessing and the fifth aliyah. In the meantime, have a wonderful and meaningful day.